One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Hello everyone, it is the Build Up show. We're back. This international stuff. We're back, baby. Carries on, but we're back. Um back in the room, back together. Liverpool, Leicester, Sunday. Quarter past seven kickoff. Fucking knobheads. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Now, look, it is what it is, Chris. Um, big bad Brendan is back, and he's top of the league again. <laughs> um, maybe this time for good. Who knows? We'll nah, find out. I think they'll tail off. To be honest with you, starting this weekend. Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully, anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, everyone knows he's a good manager. Um, he can motivate a team. He can find a way of winning it. It's what happens for me anyway, and, and maybe I'm being a little sly here, but it's what happens when teams have it all on tape and are able to look at it over a sustained period of time. And does he then is he then able to turn it up a notch and keep on grinding out those wins and stuff? And, and as yet, over the course of his career in England, we've not seen that he's been able to do that. Yeah, it's um, still a good side though. No, and this is the thing that he's got going for him. He's got the squad's got a great blend. He's got players that are fit as well. Exactly. Well, yeah, they've got some injury problems which we'll talk about. But the, the he's got Jamie Vardy, which covers up a multitude of sins. But the thing is, there's not many, that many sins to cover up. He's got good defenders. He's got good midfielders. He's got a good goalkeeper. He's got a surprising amount of depth that they've, they've kind of got quietly assembled without going mega in the transfer market. Um, I look, Leicester's a massive. Is, is a massive challenge and I'm very wary and I know Chris is being like kind of comically flippant but Leicester are the one team that you'd almost have to be wary of not just because the Bren- not just the Brendan Rodgers factor because we've been here before Leicester flying high in the league and going nah. <laughs> yeah, not a chance <laughs> yeah. not a chance this will happen every week this is the week this is the week that they'll drop off but last season that did happen oh yeah and, yeah, it, yeah. and it's not Ranieri's side yeah, yeah and, Trent, and Trent played <laughs> amazingly well um, they are a threat and I think that the biggest threat comes from the creativity and you've mentioned that it doesn't come from one place you know you've got Jory Tillemans Madison the full backs are creative as well obviously they've lost Ben Chilwell in the summer but they're still putting out decent results we all know they overturned Man City but like Chris said it's I think for Leicester going forward like if they got stuff on tape but it's how you how you approach Leicester because things are so mad this season sounds like they shafted City but then they got shafted the week after by West Ham like how, how are you supposed to work that out I really like Leicester. I don't, don't think they're a one-man team, but I do think if you can add another file of supply, or you can nullify Jamie Vardy, I think you cut your problems in half. I mean, it's great saying that, and you're probably right. If you have a full squad and people that can do that, no, but we've had five years to try and do this under clock. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. never really been able to nullify Jamie Vardy. Really, either you know, we've got lucky once or twice. You know, I'm, I'm well, we've, we've been able to get there. wins against yeah. them, whether we've nullified yeah. them or not. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. difference, isn't it? I mean, Vardy. 
third highest goal scorer against Liverpool in the Premier League. I think Andy Cole and Thierry Henry are the only two players that have scored more goals against Liverpool than than Jamie Vardy. So, I mean, seven goals against us he's had in the past, and, and that's a lot from one player. And, you know, with, with us going in with our defensive frailties at the moment, that's got to worry you. It, it worries me. Andy doesn't play international football, so he's had two, basically had two weeks off, hasn't he, on the yeah. vodka and whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've gone to um, anti-vaccine, uh, <laughs> yeah, anti-lockdown yeah. protests, presumably. Yeah, yeah. yeah presumably. Very bad, he thinks. He's definitely a COVID denier, isn't yeah. he? 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's the concern. You mentioned it there, Chris. The defence thing, there's no way. We, can, we can't gloss over this. We're in a situation where, as we know, no Virgil van Dijk, no Joe Gomez. Now, Fabinho wasn't pictured in the latest training picks. That's obviously, no, it's Thiago. Oh, oh yeah, and of course that's only as of like Tuesday, Wednesday. So there's still plenty of time for them in that regard. Reese Williams came back from under twenty one duty early after after a hip problem. Um, great, yeah. It, it it's it's it, it it's no other way to describe it, but it is a massive a massive area of area of concern. Added onto the top end, we've been getting by by being good in attack. In fact, you know, we've been solid defensively. Of course, we haven't conceded many goals, but. Um, we've had loads of attacking options, and now you know. But as it stands, Mo Salah's going to be isolating because of COVID. What we need to do is not concede in the first half, and you know it's three home games on the bounce now, isn't it? Where we conceded that first goal, and somehow we've managed to win all three of those games. Yeah. But Liverpool have conceded eleven goals in the first half of games. That's more than any other team in the league, and only conceded five goals in the second half of games, which is the least of any team in the Premier League. So like. It's just fucking every man behind the ball first half, make sure, and then go out when we're in the game and go and get a result. We've got to stop putting ourselves into a bad situation early into games to be yeah. serious at Anfield mm-hmm. because there's only so many times you can get out of that. So we need to be smart. We need to recognise what type of players we're going to be putting out, what type of defenders, and we need to support those defenders before we venture out and play our natural game. We've got to think first about defence, I think, in this game, Would and it, then build on that. It's mad, isn't it, because we've start, we keep talking about this, we start really energetically and then we look like we're on top we don't look like we're going to concede and then we've conceded and then you're facing that uphill battle of getting yourself back into the game getting yourself back level getting yourself back on top and I wonder whether something, you know, it's, it's a good test for Brendan Rodgers this as well and see how much he's kind of developed Ross is that you know, we saw him change his game plan for Man City they just went they got everyone behind the ball and they looked to it on the counter attack I wonder if they'll actually it, it would be very Brendan like to go well that worked against a team like that I wonder whether they'll do something similar I wonder whether in knowing that you know it's like 40 chess do we then know if we know Brendan's going to play does it inform how we how we approach it possibly I think if I was Brendan I'd do, I'd do the opposite you know attack is the best form of defence you know it's, I know it's cliche but Liverpool are weak at the back you know potentially the whole back four might be out for this game so why wouldn't you go and make the most of that I think a lot of that stuff you're talking about I think is skewed from the Aston Villa game isn't it like a lot of, a lot of stats We've played eight games and you know we have we have been weak Going forward, we've been fine, but Rogers, I think we're I, overcompensating a little bit of late. You're right because we, we, we're not conceding lots of goals. We, I don't think Chris is saying we're conceding lots of goals, but we are conceding. Yeah. You're right in saying we're conceding the first but, goal. But, but I think that comes from those injuries and that, like, it's like either a lapse of concentration or communication in, in what's going on. Joe Gomez was, was was sound. I thought, in fact, you know, he, he took the responsibility, he took the role upon himself. But then, you know, I joked about it on a show. The fact that you know Joe Gomez had played with Reese Williams, Dad Phillips, Van Dyke, Matip, Fabinho. Like, how are we supposed to develop any sort of you know partnership or concentration from that? That's what the test will be. And this, this is probably the toughest opponent in the league that we've got for a, for a good couple of weeks. Mm. So whoever does play, 
Uh, to be honest, I expect some mistakes, but I don't think I'll be grudging for it. You know, we were playing Nat Phillips and Reese Williams at centre half against the Jamie Vardy, the people that we've already mentioned. They're going to look to exploit them and, and put them under pressure, even more pressure than they're already under. That's a good point. That's a good point because I mean, could, could have, you could go too far the other way. Well, I think you channel your Brendan Rodgers 13 14 Liverpool side because you've got no other options, yeah. really, like realistically. But I do think you have to build into it. I said it before. I think you need to get a foundation in the game that you can build from and you need to prove that you're going to be hard to beat. And I'd be really Jürgen always surprises me and he surprises me every week with something but if you just play, if we just play our natural game now that would shock me because I do think with the players that we've got we have to change something whether that's go to that pseudo 4-4-2 or the 4-2-3-1 I just don't think we've got the players to play an expansive 4-3-3 like we've seen mm-hmm. over the last 18 months I know we've changed that a little bit John Henderson make, and John Henderson and Thiago play a big part of that though don't they yeah they do you're right and and, and Genie Wijnaldum will as well you know someone who can you know get sideline to sideline and cover every blade of grass is, is what you need but equally there are points where you need them to not be in transition. You need them to just be sat somewhere in readiness rather than chasing around trying to follow the play. You just, I think, I think we need a DM, a proper DM that's going to sit and just do it the easiest well, way you can do this it. Is kind of what, this is kind of what I'm driving at because if Jordan Henderson's fifth, I think you can, but if Jordan Henderson's not. You know, you then go on the next question, is Fabinho fit? Yes. Well, the Fabi- if, is Fabinho fit? Yes. Does not answer your DM problem. It answers your centre-back problem at the moment. And then we still don't know whether Thiago's... I mean, we saw him for 45 minutes against a 10-man Chelsea side. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> against Chelsea, where they were back to the wall and we were just in their half for a full game of football. We don't know that Thiago is, the, is, the, is it, and particularly not for a game against a, a Leicester City, if that's the DM we're looking for in this regard. So there's, it, there's every question and that gets an answer has a, a follow-on question for how this team is kind of constructed because you're right I, I agree I, I don't think we can play 4-3-3 until we've got we, we haven't had the bodies to play it like Naby Keita for some, like, Naby, I, 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 I wanted to talk about Naby after the break but let's, let's do it now he's been the like we've not I don't know where he's at anymore like I don't know whether he's fit or is he, or, or is he out of favour or, or whatever because if he's back, it gives us more options. But I don't know that if you've got a, a cumulative set of options that is just literally Genie Wijnaldum, Naby Keita, James Milner, and possibly not because James Milner is is a is a fullback option at this point, and Curtis Jones. Whether we'd bother our ass playing four three three, you know, we probably will just continue to go with a, a four two three one. I've no idea where he's at either. Uh, I know he played some international football. He scored a, scored a cracking goal, actually. To be fair to him, and when you see that, you think, why? Why is he not playing? You know, all the stuff you've highlighted there. Of why is why he's not playing? Maybe that's he's gone out there for fitness. You know, we we did a big a big discussion on international duties yesterday. It benefits some players. Mm-hmm. You know, he might he might get some game time, some fitness, and some confidence in him more more than anything. That that's probably what he's lacking for me. But it's going to come to a point where you're trying to complete a jigsaw with like just. Five different jigsaws at this point of going. What 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 can we piece together out of this shit show? And like, he, I think he will have to play. Yeah. But then, what's the consequence of of him playing? Is he then going to be out for another two, three, four? This is the same for a lot of people, by the way. Not just, not just Navigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they then going to be injured because you're forcing to play? Thiago, you said hasn't played in game time. We can play this, but it might be too soon for him. Liverpool aren't known, and their medical team aren't known for rushing people back. This is a completely different situation because we've got so many injuries. 
where we might have to, and because of the games that are coming up as well, we're makeshifting things regardless. Yeah. And and you know, and that that and I, th- I think that's why the formations come about. Chris, look, Jota being in great form has helped because it's been an easier conversation to slash Jota in because he's he's been he's been he's been class. But I don't think anyone any of us really enjoyed the performances, particularly I feel we've been crap. You know, like we we've got we've gotten wins, but large a lot of time it's been. We've maybe switched it on in the second half. What we'd all—I think we'd all—we'd all hold the Atalanta result up as being a real outlier. Atalanta, Arsenal, and then of course you can count Chelsea, but again, circumstantial for that. I'd like us to get back to that, but I wonder whether the mid—the way our midfield functions and how integral it is to our four-three-three. That the reason it is just literally that you know we've got to make shift. We have to have a makeshift defense. There's no choice. But he won't pick a midfield three. Just have three options. No. He has to have the right options to know the right to make blend that midfield. of player to make that midfield three work. And I think that's right. I think Liverpool's most underrated attribute as a team for me is their ability to change what they're doing in game. And I think that's what kind of goes back to what you were saying before. We've started every game really well. But when the other team adjusts, we've not adjusted. And that's not Liverpool over the last two years. We've changed something. We've maybe gone... Think of that Arsenal game's a classic example last season where for the first half, Trent was throwing the ball in to the box and they were eating it up. And the second half, we didn't do it almost once. And we just completely changed the way we're playing. That's what Liverpool aren't doing for me this season. We're just not able. And that's because we've not got the experienced players who, without thinking, without talking to each other, just instantly know we've got to change this. and So we're trying the same thing yeah. over and over and over and, also, and getting the same results a lot of the time. Yeah, and personnel-wise as well, with no Cater, no Thiago, no Oxlade-Chamberlain, and obviously with Jordan Henderson in and out and also having to play the six more because of the Fabinho th- thing as well, we actually haven't got the people who, you, who you'd you want to be playing through the middle of the park. All of these lads are there to take to change our style of play. So you go through the tried and tested, you go, you start playing down the flags. And I think that's a little bit of the reason why we've overloaded we put more men up front. It's just like, just fucking get the, just get the ball. Exactly. Salah, Salah and Mane are doing a lot more of the, uh, Salah in particular, doing a lot more of their own dirty work. I think than we've, particularly again, on the Salah thing, Salah's, like last season, Salah was just play high and wide and he would be there to to switch on in vital moments and capitalise on situations. He's been coming in, he's been winning the ball, he's been holding up, he's been looking to lay men in loads And there's your question of Firmino, if they're going to do the dirty work and Firmino normally did the dirty work for the three of them, does Firmino need to be in there if they're doing more dirty work or do you need a finisher? And I think that's why we've been changing up. I think that, that those two points about Mane and Salah working harder directly affect Firmino and his position in the side for me. But also the teams that we played as well because a lot of that has come from playing low block sides, you know, particularly West Ham and, she- and Sheffield United. I think in, in that regard, Atalanta was completely different. That's mm-hmm. why we loved that game, because yeah. they played open, expansive football, which created pockets of space. Um, I don't, for me, he didn't play that game, did he? But, you know, we, he, he had to come and drop deep to come and get the ball in the first place to be involved in the game. Playing all three up top and playing two banks of four, well, they can't get a touch on the ball. They need to be involved in it. I don't think I don't think Leicester will do that. I think that might play into our hands. That might be good to for a Manny because Manny's his form has been like it was at the beginning of last season. And he's saying doing all that dirty work. He's been the, the one for me, not to discredit Salah, but has grabbed the game by the scuff of the neck from the out wide position. I hope Brendan Rodgers falls to hubris and thinks two things. I've got a bit of a point to prove here because it's Liverpool and I'm and they're flying high so there's a good chance for him to kind of put Has he beat us yet? I don't think he has, has no, he? No, I don't think so. He's got a chance to put a little bit of distance between us as well which is good. You know, he'll have, he'll have his eyes on the title because why not? Why, you know, he's, he's the top dog. He's in the top the top slot at the moment and I, I'm hopeful because I, I, again, I, I just think from what, and I said this at the top that he will probably 
in a normal circumstance, if Liverpool were at full strength, he probably would try just he would go to pure counter attack because why not? Because again, away from home, Anfield, we've said this plenty of times. That's a good point. That's a perfectly fine point, and love to beat us, you know, at their ground. And then you know you you're laughing there, aren't you? I wonder whether there's just a little bit where he looks at our frailties and goes, "Ooh, go on." And if he does that, I'm really, that makes me excited for this game more than the alternative. That, 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 you'll find out whether whether he's a top, top, top manager or just the top manager. I think because the top, top managers take what's given to them mm-hmm. and other managers sometimes extend a little. And I just wonder whether he just he just won't be able to help himself. Well, it's a fine you manager because I mean? shit managers and, and top, top managers do that. We'll go. We'll try to go. We'll, we'll take a spin further. Um, I think he's slightly truly great managers. It goes. It works. It works for them. The others make knobs of themselves. It's That's different this, this time in sense of what other opportunity you're going to have under Jurgen Klopp or in this era to get three points at Anfield if it's not now in, mm-hmm. with that with that defence and the, and the players that he's got at his disposal. Oh, yeah. If I was doing the motivational talk for them, Leicester players knowing that I wanted them to break it up, break the record. I'd be like, yeah, 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 go and end this, go and end the streak, yeah. go and Brock Lesnar the shit out of this, mate. Like you can get in there. Our streak's well better than any WWE streak. Do I? Our streak's well better than fucking Undertaker's. What was it? Twenty one. We're at sixty three, lad. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm talking about their streak. Yeah, but it's it. You know, but that's that's the thing. You know. I, It'd be folly. It'd be great, and I can see. I can see both. The Brendan Rodgers I know would be like that. Would go. This is our chance. This is our opportunity to really show. You know, to send a message to the league. We can show them. We can go do them in their own outfit. You know, and really, really, you know, send shockwaves almost uh, before inevitably losing to someone mid-table next week, of course. But the, um, but I do. I, I, again, this is how we know how much he's grown and matured because if he's clever, he will play it. He'll play. He'll be. He'll play for a point. He get. He gets his opportunity to relive the, Chel- the you know the, the Chelsea game almost and go. I don't need. I don't need three points here. A point will do me pretty well. It means Liverpool aren't gaining any ground, and not many teams will come away with anything from Anfield this season. So a point. A point is a good point, and maybe still because we've seen it already from teams who've, who've tried similar approaches. You know, they, they could they could yield bigger dividends than that because they've got better players. So they've got better players than Sheffield United, and they've got better players than Leeds United, and they've got better players than other teams that give us a real bloody nose. But yeah, but we'll have to see. Uh, one thing that we need to bear in mind, and I'm sure everyone has got this, on top of the fact that we've got no defenders, um, and this is inexorably linked to this. Uh, David Coote is on VAR. Yeah. Yay! Mad. At, like, how are they allowed? To do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. Right. Oh. It just feels like a piss take at this stage, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, honestly. Yeah, no, it does. So we've got no defence, him on VAR, potentially Salah out with, with with COVID as well. We feel, Anything else? We feel a bit like, without spoilers, but like the, the Thanos being ganged up on at the end of Endgame. It's like, you know, everyone looking to take us out and it's like, and all of a sudden here comes David Coot on the VAR to kind of to put the final nail in the coffin. Um, yeah, if Brenton Rogers turns up on, on Sunday and plays Denver Bar up top. <laughs> fucking done. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. Oh, sad. Right, uh, we're going to talk about who Liverpool should be playing in the starting 11 uh, when we come back from the break. Uh, we've got a trivia question to tide you over while you're watching the advert for our wonderful new book. Um, when did we last lose uh, Anfield uh, to Leicester? And which former Everton player scored the first goal of the game? Answers in a moment. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, welcome back. Yes, the book is available. There's the special edition. Uh, we've got very, very limited numbers of them, so if you want to grab one, I would highly recommend grabbing one now or miss out forever. Um, and yeah, if you want to uh, get anything sent to you internationally, it's the 24th of November, right, Chris? Yeah, is the uh, guaranteed post day um, for Christmas. So yeah, if you want to get anything from any of our uh, merch stores, um, then do make sure if you're international, so that's obviously America, Australia, etc. Uh, yeah, get your orders in very soon indeed. Uh, right, so the question question before the break was uh, when was the last time Leicester beat us at Anfield uh, and who which former Everton player scored the first goal anyone want to have a, a, a guess at the year no not really anyone want to talk about the Liverpool team yeah it's fine 2004 oh no it was 2000 Ooh. a former Everton player opened the scoring two minutes into the game you said you had one player. Yeah, but he was around in like 2010. So like, uh, I think it was. Um, yeah, he was well gone by then. Beckford, Jermaine Beckford played for both, didn't he? No, he did, but no, it was Tony Cotty. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah you're right. No, yeah, My reading ability spot on. Um, and just as another extension. If you'd have said this, and West Ham player, I still wouldn't have got it. Which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have shared a surname with a lab we went to school with. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I would have maybe got that. We, um, I know there's 120 lads in our year, so getting cots into Cotty probably wouldn't, who I wouldn't have. did they anyway. have in goal who would then go on to play, be, be a goalkeeper for Liverpool as well? Bradfredo. Yeah. Peggy off Exad. Uh. They had him in goal against us in a real life. I mean, he actually played first team football at times. Mm-hmm. Did he, yeah? Yeah, he was the understudy to Casey Keller. Um, oh, Casey Keller. Yeah. Um, that team was, um, uh, reading the names, like Matt Elliott, Frank Sinclair, Neil Heskey Lennon. there at the time? Was he Elliott? No, he, he was, he was at us. He was um, just at us, was he? Yeah. Um, Robbie Savage there. Robbie time. Savage, Darren Eady, Steve Guppy, Andy Impey. Oh, Robert uh, Chapman. People are doing 25, what's this guy? What are you talking about? He's making up words there. Guppy. I was just going... Old. <laughs> it's Martin O'Neill side. That was a Martin O'Neill side. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, well done, you Paul. Really good. Um, right, let's move on with the uh, with the game. Then. Chris, it would be f- lovely if we could play Thiago Alcantara in a football match. Yes. Yeah. 
in midfield. I, I genuinely don't care at this point. <laughs> okay, like, you know, whatever. Honestly, I just get him out there. I'd give him the mighty red costume if I had to. You know, um, that might hinder his performance. Um, yeah, I don't but know, really. You know. Compared, it's going to hinder him least of, of everyone because he's that good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but it's like Salah. It's not like you, you're losing aerodynamism to put him in to put him in there. You're losing a lot of pace in that. I reckon Thiago's so his feet. He's just in, he's probably freed. I mean, the, the the boots are a bit big, maybe. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying it's a perfect solution to the problem, Chris, but just getting him on the field at this point would be would be really nice. I really want to watch him play football again. <laughs> I, I just that's all I want to do. I just want to sit and watch Thiago, and then and then if we could make a film out of his first ninety minutes, a bit like the Zidane film where we just watch him for ninety minutes, yeah. that would be great too. It's been a bit like having a pre-order cancelled by Amazon. This like you know at this point it's like oh really for can't wait can't wait oh it's oh, no, oh not no not yet no his training pictures have looked great. Smiling, looks good. His, his, you know, his, his social media game's been strong. Walking around the city centre, seeing the sights and all that. Just play some football for us, Thiago. Um, I mean, him, Naby. Just I've I, we mentioned Naby before, Ross. But I, weirdly, and it's probably because of the Thiago signing, because we've had other, other issues and other problems and other things to worry about. I've stopped even Naby's a proper free hit to me at this point. I kind of I've kind of given up on Naby Keita and look if he comes good, great. And I've still got he has all the ability to come good. But I'm starting to get those things where I'm kind of thinking, it doesn't mean he's not a good footballer, but you know, it's just for some reason things don't work. <sighs> that I'm I'm getting bored of saying Naby Keita could just do with a run of games. He could. He really could. It'd be nice if it started this weekend. Yeah, he could do with the run of games, couldn't he? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a lot of it is 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 certainly mixed, and certainly on social media is, is being frustrated for him, not at him. Mm. You know what I mean? There's been no football professional footballer that doesn't want to play football, doesn't be part of the football club. He doesn't want to play in the side under your club. I mean, actually play football. It's all right being in the building and being in training, and whatever. But like to be a part of that pitch and you know that that team and win games and go for another trophy. I don't know what excuse is for him, but you know, confidence, fitness, out of favour, doesn't fit the system. I, I just don't know with him anymore. But you know, only, like you said, there's only so many times you can get your hopes up for him, and then I think you get less and less disappointed each time that he doesn't play because you're mm. like, okay, so on someone else. And to add to that as well, I think there's other people not pushing him for his position, but are pushing for a position in midfield. So likes of Curtis Jones in the past year or so. If he starts, you sound with that. We've seen Shakiri midfield, we've seen Minamino in that midfield role. Like, there's other options. Genie Wijnaldum is 30 years old or near enough. His contract runs out in six months. And at this point, I'd rather have a three year contract extension for Genie Wijnaldum because at least he proves that he can he's come in. That's and he's the thing. You can be the best player in world football, but if you're not on the pitch, it doesn't matter yeah. to your football team. And Naby Keita doesn't disappoint when he goes into the side. Mm-hmm. He, he very rarely has a bad game. Yeah. You know, when he comes back from an injury, he, he seems to start really well. Well, when he comes on as a sub, he takes the field all right. He know, he understands the system. You can see that he's got ability. He changes the game in different ways. He plays the game in a different way. Yeah. But he's never available. Yeah. And that's that's frustrating. I, I, I say he's a bit. He's become a free for me. I really like Naby Keita. I think he's. I think he's tremendous. I think he's such a good footballer. But I, I mean, again, the Thiago thing means that. You know, when he comes back, and, and you, you know, if you've got if you've got Fabinho, if you end up in a world where you've got Fabinho, Henderson, Juan Alden, and Thiago fit with Kate Jones knocking about and Oxley Chamberlain to come back at some point, so maybe good, maybe not having to be, you know, not not having that pressure. On. I mean, I don't, I don't. But think again, he, this, I don't is think the, the this is the pressure just with him. No, but this is the season where you need six midfielders. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and more than ever before, you can't go through this season with three and hope that they all stay fit and that they can play three games a week. So you want him in there, midweek games, the occasional weekend game, and we're just not seeing it. We it's, it's really annoying, yeah. to be honest but with we you. We don't know where he's at, though, again, that's what I'm saying, because there was the COVID stuff that was never properly confirmed. He was... F- Dog shit against Aston Villa. To, to just as, a, as an obvious counterpoint to what you were saying earlier. That was everyone. Yeah, 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 but I mean, like he was, he was fucking terrible. He got, he gets hooked in that game because he's terrible. Um, and we've not seen him since. And we just don't. And again, we don't know why it's never been expressed. No one's ever said Naby Keita's got a dot 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 injury or Naby Keita's got this and that. So it's one of those. It's just that weird situation. One that would be ended by him just getting back on the pitch, getting in the team. Playing some football, I'm, I'm I'm playing well and at a perfect time. If he's going to do it now, probably it's like you saying if you're going to develop superpowers, it's probably best time to develop superpowers is when you're in a crisis situation. Now would be a good time for Navigator to just be fine. But that'd be for us and for himself. You know, you got the likes of you know Fabinho's might be playing centre back, Henson's injured, Chamberlain you've already mentioned all his injuries. There's a spot there for him. Just mm-hmm. go and grab it and take it. You're right, and as you say, Kurt Jones is the one who's more likely to at the moment. I would be, I would be, I'd be like. If Navigator starts his game, I'd be like, oh, okay, great. I'd be, but I'd be more, I would be more surprised than if 19-year-old Curtis Jones, who's started what two games for us, you know, and a, and a bunch of other summer periods and stuff. I would, I would be less surprised to see him in the I, team. I just don't think this weekend there's a there's a three-man midfield, mm. and I, and I think that's because of the lack of midfielders that we've got. You know, best case scenario, Henderson and Wijnaldum might be fit and available. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd play Thiago in a two yet anyway. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know where he's at to be able to do that. It's not that you wouldn't, we wouldn't play him in a two because you know, we know he can, he's played a lot in a two. It's who, who's, who's his partner in a two exactly. is, the, is the question. Whereas yeah. I know that Henderson and Aldum can play that too. Yeah. You know, maybe if it was a, a two with a one in front, mm-hmm. I'd play Thiago in a hendo, something like that. But I think Aldum's just dead safe for this game. Yeah. And I don't think Henderson and Thiago are. Yeah. So it's one of them. So for me, against Leicester, I'd personally go Aldum henderson in the middle. Yeah. I'd probably play like that 4-2-2-2, two, 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 yeah. to be honest, and maybe try and get Mane and Firmino or Jota and Firmino up front with the likes of a Shaqiri on the wings with a Mane on the other wing or Jota, whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? If Salah's not going to be fit and available. Yeah. Or you do it the 4-2-3-1 with Shaqiri maybe in the 10. Mm-hmm. Your Firmino up top if you wanted or Firmino in the top, whatever. But for me, I don't think there's three midfielders that we can put a midfield three out with. Yeah, what I mean, should I, do is just put all the names in the hat and just throw it on the table and wherever it lands, that's what we're fucking doing. And that's what it's going to end up like in the next month. You know, it will, <laughs> but that'll be that'll probably be a bit of it. Except it won't be. It'll be like with a with a, a slight thing of a second pot of who's actually fit enough to start. So there'll be pot one will be anyone who's a hundred percent fit, shake it out. So there you go, fine. And then they get they get put into the loose positions, and the rest is filled with like seventy five percent fit and so. So You've also got to take into consideration what Leicester are going to do. I mean, yeah. they play obviously Vardy through the middle. It's normally Pratt, isn't it? And Madison as as the two behind him. They don't play like wingers. They play sort of pseudo tens, the two of them. So I, again, I think that two man midfield probably better suited to playing against those two and trying to nullify those two because they want to pick the ball up and protect the back two as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Transitions are an issue with, with the two with the two midfield though, isn't it? It's that it's that who is that link? Because Bobby Firmino, I like the idea of it. But he doesn't. When he go, when he actually goes and gets stuck in in midfield, I quite like it. I quite like quite like to see it. But we don't see necessarily uh, enough of it. Shaq's actually quite good doing. I'd have no problem with seeing Jen Shakiri playing in a ten in this game because I think he's he's probably earned 
Is he available? Well, who, who, <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, genuinely, honestly, who knows? Yes. Even yeah. if he is, yes. there's a good chance someone go, someone else goes down injured. Oh, yeah, we've got plenty of time. We've got, like, four yeah. days till the game kicks off. We haven't like, gone four days happen. without an injury in months. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Um, <laughs> on the, 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 big, the big other one, because, again, we can have a, there's a conversation to be had in every area of the pitch at the moment. I'm not going to say where it isn't, because I just don't even want to open that kind of worms. But fullbacks, I mean... Okay, listen. You've done it. You, you've fine. You're you're happy with that. That's fine. Um, Costa Shimikas, James Milner, Nico Williams. Um, I can't imagine that Milner doesn't just come in for Trent. Yeah, agreed. Um, Nico, I think he probably needs another spell of just being blooded in and you know bits of sub appearances here, here and there maybe the, uh, Milner's not, also getting up to match fitness which I think Nico might have just tailed off a little bit because it's been a little while yeah. so I think that's the other reason for that yeah and the Timicast stuff because again at the moment at the time of recording Robbo should be fine but that's you know having had a, a slight injury and fingers crossed I had this I had this theorised this week and I'm, I'm hoping it's true that Robbo saying he's say, said he was not fit was a bit of gamesmanship to just get himself out of a game of footy to get himself ready or whatever, which would be very very nice of him. But he at the moment he's a concern. Like him and Henderson are major doubts for this, which means if he's a doubt, I mean Shimika, it means you've got a potential back five, Chris, if your jinx doesn't come off <laughs> of Allison Shimikas. Best case scenario, if, if Robbo's not fit, is Matip. Fabinho, Matip, Milner. Fuck me, <laughs> like. Yeah. And then if you lose, if if for any reason Matip Matip's it, or Fabinho isn't quite right, you're then looking at Nat Phillips, Reese Williams alongside Matip. Oh, you know, yeah. Or as a pair. Hmm. <laughs> or Reese Williams, but yeah, apparently Cometio's back in training again. Could be any of these. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked, really, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, look, I think if Liverpool can come, to this, as Ross rightly said. Why didn't he buy a centre-half, Paul? Well, buy a centre-half? <laughs> just buy a centre-half. <laughs> yeah, we should have done. Um, yeah, and can we, we're all going to get our I can do the centre-half jokes in right now in the comments. Yeah, of course we can. But Dejan Lovren's lapping his fucking tits off in Russia, isn't he? Yeah, probably not. He's probably freezing them off, to be fair. Okay, but yeah. he, um, yeah. He probably is just laughing. I'll at buy one world. of them pairs of black hole copper mundials, mate, and I'll get fucking. Yeah, nice I'll get day. on. Definitely, they're fit, aren't they? They are really, really nice, really nice. Um, so yeah, as it stands, Fabinho, Thiago, um, Reese Williams are all maybes. Uh, doubts, Robbo, Hendo, and uh, uh, Salah's probably out. To be all these rumours of he's going to take another COVID test and be cleared. I mean, if they're going to do it, I mean, it's mad that that you could do that, like. Wait until like yeah. In other sports, you have to test. They test you every day, and you have to test negative five days on the bounce before you're allowed back in. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. Get it, get it, get it cracking, Liverpool. Um, Trent's definitely out. Ox is definitely out. See how I said other sports, but I meant NFL. Yeah. <laughs> so close to not mentioning it in this fucking yeah, show. Absolutely, <laughs> we got an entire show. Um, but yeah, as we know, Leicester top of the league, won the last three, haven't beaten Wolves, Leeds and Arsenal, the nine from nine, and then a Europa League group. Um, what do you think the score is going to be, Chris Page? 2-1 to Liverpool with a Jamie Vardy goal okay. to start. Yeah, go our <laughs> way back into it again. Yeah. 5-4. <laughs> Liverpool. 
Go ahead. Five, four. Yeah, I think Rogers will just go. Liverpool's defense is just there to be taken. They could go for it. Every time last season, I predicted a big win. We we didn't do have lots of big wins last season, did we? But I wonder whether this this might. I think if Brendan plays it the way that he he played City, I think to I think two one. I think it's going to be a very tight game, and we'll have to do everything in our power to weak it out. I think if he comes and tries to beat us. I think it goes like Atalanta, and I think we bat. You get your score predictions fairly right fairly often. I mean, you always give two. Um, Still, your chances. And you're, all, and, you're, and you're always, and every time we do get a high victory, you always get it close because you do predict the, predict the high victory. Every and a low time. victory. Yeah. And a low victory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, no, you're probably going to be right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, four, two, one. Pack of losses. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. There you go. Let us know what team you would go with based on your current information. If you're watching this closer to the time of kickoff, uh, you want, yeah, come back and put another another team in if you want to score predictions as well. Uh, do check out the Champions of Everything book if you're looking for a lift. If you're looking for a boss presence. For or a red, but it's just yourself getting on your own Christmas list. Uh, it is a weighty tome. It is a good laugh. Is is uh, I, I don't know if it's translated internationally, but like toilet reading, bog reading, just something that's like that you can pick up, read a couple for a couple of minutes. Yeah, have and a you're laugh not and likely to put it in here afterwards, so it's probably a bit safer than doing your phone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, check that out. And also we've got a, a range of Christmas merchandise that's available now: jumpers and sweats, which we'll have a little closer look at in a moment. But yes, gents, thank you very much for joining me. Up the Reds will be back for the fan zone commentary, uh, kicking off an hour and ten minutes before the game. Join us on the YouTube channel. We'll see you all soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.